<laughs> Still got it. Still motherfucking got it. Still motherfucking got it. Hey girl, you look so friendly, but I know it doesn't mean a thing. That's what they call knowing the end of the game. Even so, I feel so lonely and I'm kind of just losing my mind. I'd say I go give it a try. I'm back in line. You're back in time, time, time. I remember what it's like the back of your mind. And so I stare into my glass, glass, glass. Yeah, the show actually starts. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm just dead air. Keep that as the beginning. Let's get this. Batch, batch. Batch. Right, I think we're good. All right, cool, man. Welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. There's no better way than to just jump in. I'm Seamus. <laughs> and I'm Adam. All right, and here we are. Yep, jumping right <laughs> in. <laughs> you know what? I realized that on the, the earlier episodes, um, I was introducing the show as Conversations for My Grandkids, and every now and then it still slips up. So Yeah, you know, me too. So it's our, just so you guys know. It's O-U-R. both of our grandkids. It's yeah. our grandkids. When me and Adam have one of those uh, assimilated man babies that they give <laughs> us in the future. Then it will be conversations for my grandkids. <laughs> uh, no, I meant our grandkids. Like, well, weird. you and I will have a child together weird. someday, hopefully. Weird. You know, he'll have that, he'll have that beautiful, uh, beautiful textured mixed hair, you know. <laughs> Textured that exotic hair. <laughs> I just want to touch it. It looks like a Brillo pad. Everybody says that. Isn't that weird? Everybody That's the says white that. people thing. Yeah. It looks like a Brillo pad. Can I touch it? Like I guess it really. It really feels like hair. Oh, come here, old Thomas Woolleyhead. Let me touch it. It really almost feels like dog's fur, to be honest with you. So I, you know, it's not. It's not nothing too special. <laughs> it's not dog's fur. My hair really, it feels like fur. It, it's, you know, all hair does really. Like, why do we make such a big fucking deal yeah, out of it? Yeah, I guess it does. I mean, different dogs have different uh, hair types as well. So, yeah. you know, why don't we just leave him alone? If my dog wants to get a perm, that's his business. <laughs> if my dog wants to get cornrows, that's also his business. That's Whatever. also his business. Let me, I, I want to start the show actually with some shout outs. Shout yeah, that's outs. That's a good idea. We should do that. Get people listening, talking, talking about it. Um, no, our friends uh, Jake and Bubba over at You're Late with Bubba and Jake. That's a podcast. Check that shit out. They were Check nice enough to uh, to plug us on their show, um, mostly because I like approached Jake and was like, "Listen, man, I also do a podcast, so you should you should like figure that out, man." <laughs> but uh, no, they're really cool guys, man. Their podcast makes me happy. It's I, I would describe it if you like us, you'll probably like them. It's sort of a more um, we I noticed that we kind of have a higher energy as far as and that's not. Not a judgment call either. We mm-hmm. just we just sort of keep bang 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 bang. Yeah, their their show is passionate. like a, it's very calming, but it makes me laugh, and it's it's just a feel good kind mm. of a fucking fuckity fuck. So check that shit out. Check it out. And uh, yeah, and then I also wanted to talk about. Uh, I did a show last night at um, I don't even remember. It's Catch a Rising Star in New Jersey. Uh, which was the comedy club. It was inside of a hotel, and I met this guy, Rob. He was really nice, and he said he's going to listen. So, Rob, if you're listening, you're a really nice guy. Shout and out to Rob. Shout out to Rob. And he also does a podcast uh, called Bob and Dave are Terrible People, um, which you guys should check out. I mean, apparently they have like way more way more listeners than we do. So, hey, nice. hey, listen to us and then tell people or something. I don't know. Help me. 
help I us. Need, I need something to boost my ego. No, but he's a cool guy, and I don't know if he is the Bob in question because it always confused me. Bob in question. Well, because Robert. No, no, I hear you. You man. know, and then they call themselves Bob, and I'm like, all right. Are you the Bob in Pick question? Pick a name. <laughs> Pick a name. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Julian because Julian. Yeah, our bud, buddy Julian. He uh, He's going to make some beats soon, apparently, so he'll have his SoundCloud up. We'll get that link. Maybe you up. just listen to it. Dun, 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 dun. And maybe not. And then maybe you're super not. disappointed. And then that just sounded ridiculous. But hey, shout out to Julian because he, he was like, hey, man, like, I listen to the show, man. I'm a subscriber. And I was like, what? Like, Somebody's awesome. listening? Like, I, I had no idea that anybody was actually listening to this. Yeah. I really thought it was like, we, we asked people like, oh, can you listen to this? And they like listen to like 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, cool. I listened to it. I'm going to review you on iTunes. And then like, that was it. I well, just that, yeah, I apparently that was it. Hey, I was happy with that too. Like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I mean, I'm having a good time doing the show and I'm really appreciating the reception. Yeah, me too. Me so too. let's get into some conversation for our grandkids. Uh, I don't really know what to talk about today, man. We're just going to have to figure uh, it out. I mean, it's not like we've been writing down topics anyway. Yeah, so seriously. I'm not super worried about it. I could talk about box trolls. Saw that shit the other night. How bad was that movie? I don't really remember most of it. I was I remember watching it and liking the animation. That's really all I remember. I re- I like the uh, the animation was amazing. Yeah, like amazing. The animation. Stop motion when it's done like that. Phenomenal. Nothing looks better. Really. Yeah. Uh, and and I and I don't know how much of it was CGI'd and how much of it was just straight up uh, little dolls they're playing with or whatever. You yeah, know? that's a good question. Yeah, because sometimes it looked like it's almost too fluid. Where I was like, did mm-hmm. you guys put but. The story was really bad. I mean, it was really just like this kid gets taken by the box trolls. And I mean, this is what I'm watching alone in my room. I'm I'm, I'm a 24-year-old man. I'm like, put a cartoon on. That's the only way I'll go to bed on time. Got to watch the whole thing. It was creeping me out, though, because it is a little creepy. A lot of those animations are creepy, like Nightmare on, not Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare Before Christmas used to creep me the fuck out, too, when I was a kid. Yeah, I always thought it was just whack as fuck. I hated the kids really? that were like really into that movie. I hate the kids that are really into it for yeah. sure. I uh Jack Skellington, uh, like I, yeah. I wear a chain around my neck and a little dog collar <laughs> and I fucking watch it every night. How uh, many times have you seen that movie? Oh, I watch it every day. Like why? Is it that is it that like enlightening? Is it mind blowing? Like what is I just really like it. Why? Yeah, I think the mo- the movie that I've probably seen the most times is probably Cri- National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and that's only okay. because acceptable. My mom likes to watch it every year, and I don't. But mm-hmm. I'll be in the room. Is what I'm because. Like, so, I, what's I, the movie that you have watched the most intentionally? Then, honestly, I was thinking about this too. It's probably Coraline. I've I've watched Coraline like four or five that times. And I really like that movie. Four or five, that's it, dude. I the movie I've seen the most is uh, The Departed because I really like that movie. I like the story and the the American long ass kind movie, of themes. It? it is pretty long, but I've seen that probably like twenty five times easily. The, there was a there was one summer that I was trying to become like a real film buff, so I went through AFI's top. I might have already said this, but I went through their top films of all time, and I tried to watch like one a day. Yeah, because you know, I didn't have. I was like 15, didn't, you know, at home during the summer, nothing to fucking do. I was like, let me do this to keep my anxiety at bay. <laughs> and uh, I watched um, Lawrence of Arabia. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. It's a good ass movie, 
but I fell asleep during the middle of it, and then I woke up at the end, and I was like, I, "This that movie's like five hours long. Whoa. Like, that movie is like... That's way too long. Way too That's like long. Benjamin Button. That shit's like two hours and 45 minutes long or something. It's like, come on. Yeah, that's... Come on. At that point, I remember I went into... Um, when I went to go see Age of Ultron the other day, I get in there, and somebody jokingly said it was three hours, and I, I had that moment of like, like oh, oh no... Should I leave? What? Yeah. What did I? What did I just get myself into? I mean, it wasn't. I think it was like two, maybe two and a half or something like uh, that. Still but way too long. It's a long ass time, and for it, all those explosions, that's way too long. Yeah. Well, those fight scenes were really good in that movie. Really good. All right, all there was right. only one time that I was like, nah, it doesn't even make sense in the physics of your world. But <laughs> there's a moment with Captain America where he's like chasing down this truck, and he does this thing that I was like, that doesn't even that's like a kid playing with toys and they're like flying up in the air and shit and there's no fucking no rules nonsensical nonsense yeah yeah i haven't learned physics yet like <laughs> i haven't learned physics i yet. feel like that uh that's how i felt in uh, fast furious six or whatever whatever iteration of that the sixth one however they worded that yeah when he jumps out of the car like midair and like she jumps out of the car and they like uh, smash into each other yeah. and then like land on the car and they're fine. I was like, if they were going that fast, they would have been like broken rib cage something something. They wouldn't have just like uh, rolled off the car. Well, I think they've I think they've already established that. I think I don't know when it was because I haven't seen all those movies, but there are people who like religiously watch the Fast and the yeah, Furious movies. Love I those mean, things, Jasmine. Man. Jasmine likes them. Movies. I would. I don't know about religiously. She, I wouldn't put her in the same category as some of the people who watch that movie because she likes them a lot. But like some people, like they're like, "Oh, the new Fast movies coming out." Like I'm camping out the well, night before. Like, they were why? kind of. They were kind of grounded in reality in the first couple ones, weren't they? Like they were ridiculous. Yeah, somewhat. They were the like top, soap opera. Yeah, know, but like, they weren't actiony, like, stunty. But they weren't like. The so Rock wasn't the flexing top. and breaking out of his fucking cast. Oh like my in the god! Dude, how fucking funny oh, was that moment? My Spoiler best alert. favorite scene. So awesome. Oh man. Oh man. Also, hey, you know, let me let me uh, let me get off topic here and just shout out uh, my buddy Ian too. I'm not sure if All he right, listens, shout out but Ian. he got me a gig the other night. Um, then you know it went. It was a gig. It happened. But I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate any time anyone like is like, hey, you want to come do stand up? I'm like, yeah, I'll do stand up. Yeah. Who knows? They put me on in between two musical acts, mm-hmm. like I said. And I, 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 ah, man. So I get there, and there's like hundred people. And I thought, I thought to myself, oh, this is gonna be like, because the last time I did an event for him, it was in like somebody's house. Yeah. And it was like fifty people. They were all really fucked up. Uh, and it was like a quiet, like, you know, like old man Seamus was not bothered by the music. I was like, oh, I can, I can sit here and exist. But when I got there, it was like, uh, oh man, not my scene. Just not my scene. Not making a judgment call on it, but just, just not my scene. Really loud. I don't really like loud noises. I'm like a cat. I just want to go in the other room and like hide away. (laughs) Uh, but, um, yeah, they put me in between two musical acts. And when I heard that, I was like, oof. Yikes! Because these these are people who came to this bar to see music, mm, and yeah. not, so I get up there. They're like, "Oh, what did you say? Intermission?" <laughs> yeah, they, basically, they they actually did say that when they introduced me. No fault of their own, you know. It is what it is. I'm not. I don't. I don't want any of this to sound like a negative thing where I'm like, "Fuck those guys," because it's not at all. Right. It's just. It, it just wasn't it, the, the circumstances set for you, were yeah. not. You know. Right. The, the ideal for comedy. It, yeah, it wasn't a comedy club on like, oh, and here's Seamus yeah, Malone. Yeah. It wasn't that kind of because if, <laughs> if you're doing comedy and nobody's listening, it sucks because yeah. you need you need people to be listening. 
That's what you need. Music, you can have people talking and you can still be killing it. You, you can just, I, I almost got envious of the musicians when I was there because I was like, you motherfuckers, you can do the same shit every time, no matter where you are, and you'll probably get a good reaction. You're not, you're not dependent on, music is not dependent on uh, response as comedy is. It's, it's, yeah, true. It's, you can just do it. You can even be a really shitty musician. You can just do it, and people will just be like, "Oh, it's music." Oh, that sounded good. Yeah, yeah. But comedy. So I get up there, and uh, they announce me. And as they announce me, like waves of people leave, <laughs> like before I even get up. Like there was probably a hundred people in there, and when I got up, there were like twenty people. Oh shit! And uh, yeah, and you know that. Had I known that, I probably would have done some of the new stuff because I, I yeah. got nervous. I was like, a hundred people? I better do my best shit. And um, I get up there, and uh, first of all, the mic wasn't on at first, which is always a that's crowd always pleaser. Weird. Like, that's a great way to Yeah, start. that's a like, crowd. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Waving my hands at the crowd. Can you hear me? I'm just doing what, my jokes. What did jokes. he say? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I got through it. I got through it. Uh, it was what it was. I got some laughs. Again, the shows that I've been doing recently, I found that uh, my material has not been crushing mm-hmm. lately. Or, not. I don't even want to say lately, because that makes it sound like it's the material's fault. Because I've done that material and it's killed. Mm-hmm. The rooms I've been in, or maybe it's my performance, or whatever it is, it just it hasn't been connecting. Um, and uh, But my improv has been, which is hmm, why I'm kind of like focusing in on that in a way of like understanding like oh if this goes south i can sort of pull myself out by being mm-hmm. like this is really going south right guys and people will like crack a smile at that and mm-hmm. it is what it is man i had a good i had a good time though i had a good time that night and i did a show last night that um hey guys once you let you know i won a semi-final uh, the champ is fucking here the champ is here but ba, 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 i mean i'll let you also know that i was the only one who showed up for the contest <laughs> so i won by default but hey the champ is here uh, yeah i um i show up and the guy's like this is gonna be a really good night for you son and i was like what what why just got to tell you in a second. He's like, it's Memorial Day weekend. Couldn't get anybody oh, out. Did he like so- pat you on the shoulder or anything? Like, <laughs> well, he, oh, he handed he handed me the ticket that said like you won like immediately. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I did it. I don't have to go up, do I? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I went up and uh, man, that was interesting too because it was uh, it was a tiny ass stage. Um, like uh, it was it was nice though. I liked it, but it was. It, comedy is so interesting to me because you never know what to expect. It mm-hmm. is chaotic mm-hmm. and i always say this but if i don't become a professionally paid comedian if that just doesn't happen i'd like to think it will i think if i keep going it will uh, if you know they, mm-hmm. that's what they always say if you just keep pushing it'll eventually happen because there's a lot of there's a lot of not to talk shit on anybody but there's a lot of shitty comedians who are like getting paid to do it yeah you yeah know? and and so I feel like I could be one of those. <laughs> yeah, you could at least be a shitty comedian. I can at least paid. be a shitty comedian. Yeah, Come getting on. paid to be a comedian. Um, yeah. But uh, it it's it's one of those things that I'll be able to tell my grandkids when I'm on my hey, deathbed. Grandkids, what did you do? Did you hear you that? Know, I'll be like, yeah, one time. There was like a there was like a table behind me on stage, and that was the worst night of my comedy career <laughs> <laughs> so far. Oh, so far, yeah. Oh man, I don't even know, man. I don't know. Keep it light, man. Keep it light. Keep you it can't light. control the crowd at this point. When you get like, if you, if you, when you get famous, whatever, and you have a an, uh, a hardcore like fan base that comes out to see you every time, 
you can control that crowd because you'll know what they what they like and what they don't. But at this point, it's a crapshoot. You know, you gotta you gotta do the gigs that are handed to you. And I've been sort whoever. of I, I've changed the way I look at bombing or because I don't know if I'm bombing necessarily. Because when people I hear people describe bombing, they say like, "Oh, you don't get you don't get any laughs at all. It's just shut down immediately." And I feel like I've always gotten a laugh or two. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe only one big laugh for the night or mm-hmm. whatever, or whatever that is. And for me, that feels like bombing because I'm going through the rest of my set and nothing's connecting. And then one thing will connect and I'll be like, okay, that connected, but this still feels like I'm bombing. You know, yeah, like I yeah. still feel like I I'm bombing. And, but, so I'm not, I, I don't want to classify it as bombing necessarily, but, but for me, when those situations happen, I'm starting to wear them as like a badge of honor now almost where I'm like, I just did that. Mm-hmm. I got I got through it. Maybe it didn't go so well, but who else did it? Who else did it? There were like three people on the show, yeah. you know, and we all did it. And in terms of the contest, you, there was nobody and nobody else. Who else did. I fucking yeah. won. I just showed up and I won. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's a good way to to frame it. I think I don't know, man. It's weird, but like when you really get into the uh, details of bombing, like what it really comes down to. What are you like? What what is the importance of the bombing event to you really like what does that mean to your career is it like oh like i bombed like and that was like you know a relatively worse night or is there like some like static definition of like well you know if you get 14 laughs you know like 14 people to laugh out of 100 people you, then you bombed. I feel like it's like if um, I, I guess maybe like seventy percent of my stuff was not working, and then there was a thirty percent that was. Mm-hmm. And for me, that felt like oh, I wish it, if it was like fifty, I'd be okay. Or if it was you know whatever, it'd be it'd be better. But it, there was there were long periods of like silence. But it, it, I think it worked out in the end because I was like talking to the crowd and I was like, we're having fun. Well, not really. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was just I was just looking. At it, I was just like, can you, you guys can just give me something. You know, it's not. All right, well, here comes my next joke. And then, like, uh, like, so I feel like when I'm dying on stage to really be, um, people really do respond well to honesty in most mm-hmm. situations, and that makes them laugh. So if it's not going well, I, I would say to not to try and make it go well is no. That's bad. I think you're going to dig yourself even worse if you just keep sticking to your material without acknowledging yeah. the fact that, like, none of yeah. this is, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And, I, and I think acknowledging it um, gets them back on your side at the very yeah. least. Because when I did the show, between you have the, to at least say, like, something, even a throwaway line. You have yeah. to at least acknowledge the fact, that, like, whoa, I'm fucking up here, huh? And yeah, you, yeah. Even yeah. if that's it and you go on to the rest of your set, like, I feel like that, the crowd would be like, all right, cool. At least he know. at least he's not pretending that he's nailing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I, I came, I came off the stage for the show where I was in between the two musical acts, and mm-hmm. I, the whole time I had just been like, hmm, I was like, how long have I been up here? Three hours? Because it feels like three hours to me. It's probably <laughs> only been like two minutes, but. But this is painful, am I right, guys? And I came off the stage, and I had so many people. That was the most people I'd had actually come up to me after a show. Like, everyone in that room, maybe there were only 20 people, but mm-hmm. all of them said something to me. Uh, positive. Yeah. Oh, man, I had your back. Oh, dude, that was funny. No, uh, uh, this one guy came up to me, and he was like, dude, I heard that joke in the bathroom, and I lost my shit. Fuck these guys. They're prudes. And I was like, all right. I mean, I'm not going to say fuck these guys, but like, thanks, thanks, thanks. dog. You know, that were, that were homies. Uh, uh, so like, I, I don't know. Go with the stream. You know, if, if you're, if you're going downstream without a paddle, yeah. be like, ah, 
I'm going downstream without a paddle. And people will be like, okay, yeah. cool. We're, we're coming with you. I or, feel like just make sure you're actually going downstream without a paddle. Yeah, first. yeah. Don't, I don't, don't wanna... just be like, oh, oh, fuck, this is fucked up, right, guys? Like, someone get on my side, please. Like, yeah. please. Like, then the crowd's like, oh, this guy. Like, yeah. he's just fucking, he's begging for it. Like, this is not funny. You know? Yeah, it's a fine line to walk. It is. Uh, but, you know, that that's comedy, man. Comedy! Boom, boom, yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time That's both good. times. My mom and my aunt came with me uh, last night because I had to bring two guests. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, oh boy. I mean, that's always I, a weird thing for me. I feel like the promoter should fill the, the venue. Like, you shouldn't be like, oh, like you want to come do a gig? Like, great. You, all you have to do is bring people. Like, that's your job. I'm the I'm the talent. I'm the guy who stands on stage and does the thing. Yeah. You're the guy who fills the the room with people i i think they just when you're first starting off i mean there's so many fucking comedians man I, thousands they take advantage thousands. of it of you because of that yeah I they think. do they Absolutely. get lazy i think that's all it is yeah i don't know what the deal is with bringer shows but it's just it's sort of like a it comes to the territory i guess especially when you're just starting out there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of bullshit i'm not saying you, d- you don't have to do it i'm just saying it's bullshit yeah yeah it is yeah. it's just one of those things you just have to do yeah you know uh maybe not all the time Especially if you get to a certain level, you probably don't have to do that anymore. But like in New York, they they have like bringer shows where you got to bring like five people or something. I'm like, yeah. I don't know anybody in New York. I, I just want to I, I want to try my craft for a day or whatever. Yeah, go up there. And then, I don't know. There's got to be some smaller clubs in New York though that maybe there are. There are. I mean, I did a I, the first time I did um, an open mic in New York. The first and only time I did an open mic in New York was like. A month after I started, mm-hmm. and I and I had only performed like once, and I thought like, oh, I'm the shit. Let me just go to fucking New York and kill Let it. Let me just do this. Gonna get all the fans. I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna get all the fans. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the open mic where Chris Rock got his start, and they're gonna be like, take his name down. We got a new guy in town. <laughs> we got the new rock. <laughs> this is the new shit. Um, but I go up there and. Every, um, my whole set was so rehearsed from when I first like did the thing that um, <laughs> I was like I was like doing crowd work that I rehearsed for a specific crowd like where my friends <laughs> were there. It, it didn't make any sense. I was like, I know some of the girls in here, and there were like five dudes in the room. Like, that's, and, I, and I was just, I was like, why isn't this going well? <laughs> and then I left going like, oh god, there's so many people in New York. I'm just a number. Life is over, and it's all just my ego, man. Wanting to be like somebody, I gotta be somebody. I need to be somebody, somebody, me, tell me I'm somebody. Somebody, please tell me I'm somebody. Because if not, none of this means anything. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay. So the interesting thing was, um, I kind of got into a debate with my aunt afterwards, which was uncomfortable, <laughs> very uncomfortable. But my thing Wait, my, about what? I really should pick my battles better. <laughs> I really I don't should. like where this is going. Well, it, it's. <laughs> It, it it just gets uncomfortable, I guess, a little bit. Maybe not that bad. I think I, I think I did a good job of keeping it from getting heated. Mm-hmm. But um, so here's the story: my cousin Holes, shout outs, Trevor. Shout out to he Holes. He listens to the show. Love him to death. This is his mother, so he'll he'll know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Because okay, so I, my mom's sister, uh-huh. right? And that whole family, that whole um, generation of our family is nearly identical in the way that they think about things okay which is that they don't um <laughs> like at all like they just don't like so i'm in the car yesterday with my mom and there's this guy in the street raising money and uh for for the veterans and i go he's gonna get hit 
Because it's not like there was no middle lane where he could stand. It no, was yeah, just, I know what you mean, dude. Sometimes those dudes, like, asking for money in the middle of the street, I'm like, dude, can you get on the median strip or whatever? Like, get the fuck out of the... Like, you're just standing yeah. on paint right now. Like, there's nothing protecting well, you. What my mom says to me is, someone would hit a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> I go, it doesn't fucking matter. He doesn't have, like, a veteran shield. So, anyway, that, that is that is an example of the logic that goes on in my family. As if it was, you know, if it was, like, an 18-year-old boy, that it, the dude would be like, yeah, I'm going to hit that. I'm going to hit him. I'm going to get him. Like, nope, that's that a good one. done. Good target. But, um... Not so, a vet. We're good. So, my cousin got this gift from... Uh, his tattoo artist, because he, he has a guy that he goes to, and he has a lot of tattoos. I mean, you know this. We call him Holes because he's got a lot of piercings, too. Um, he's he's doing the whole body modification thing, and I'm not hating on that at all, because, hey, do you, man. Um, and, he, and he has a reason for everything he gets. He's He doesn't, like, just willy-nilly get things. Yeah. He's like, oh, this means this, and this yeah. means this. And so I, I'm down. I'm totally down. Yeah. Um, but he has this relationship with his tattoo artist, and his tattoo artist gave him a picture that he made of, like, death... Uh, like the Grim Reaper, mm-hmm. and he had like these bags that said had like poison in them or something, and uh, and uh, my aunt was like really creeped out by it, and, and you mm-hmm. know ju- maybe justifiably so because I was like I, even I was like whoa what a great gift like, <laughs> here's this reminder of like uh, your, your your mortality, mortality. <laughs> yeah thanks dude um, no but uh, he 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 said like oh just ask Trevor just ask him and. Um, he asks him, and my cousin's reason for having it is that he's like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's he, he, he. my my cousin is at that point in his life that I was also at, where where he's he's seeing the world as, for what it is, but almost to a to a in, a in a sort of a cynical way where it's um it's like you know it, it oh this is just a constant reminder of like the evil in the world like mm-hmm. there's a lot of poison in people and you know the, there's the, you know people will say one thing but most of it's just to get their own shit and blah 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 and I I've argued with him for that because he. He's talked about like people are inherently evil, and I've been like, I've been like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think people are inherently anything, but I think he's on the right track, if that makes any sense. Not to be too condescending. Oh yeah, no, no, when no. you get to where I am, that's when you'll know. But, <laughs> no, but, I know what you mean though. He's he's asking all the right questions. He's asking all the right questions, and and he's smart enough that you know. And even if that's what he thinks, that's not even as bad as. Some people who I've talked to where I've been like, you haven't even given this a... Yeah. So, yeah. so for example, his mom. I'm going to burn him right now. Burn. Uh, no, but she's my aunt too, so, you know. Burn. I spent like four more years with her her than he did, so, you know, no big deal. I was alive before him, whatever. <laughs> but um, I, I, said, I said, oh, you know, I basically said what I just said to you about that. I was like, ah, oh, I think that's too cynical, man. I... I I get what he's saying, but I don't think that there's, I don't think evil exists. And she goes, well, I do. And I go, really? Can you give me like an example or something? Cause I don't think anyone's evil. I said, I said, I don't think, I don't think evil exists. I think that people who, um, exhibit evil tendencies or like angry, mean things that they do. It's mostly because they're like hurt or insecure or, I mean, it is cause they're hurt. They're sad. It's not, it's not a, it's not, they're not like demons, you know? Like, I feel like evil, that word has that connotation of almost like a, like, um, a, a solid truth. Like, this is evil. Yeah. And I don't think that yeah. exists. I don't think good in that way exists either. Right. Um, in that way. In that way. Yeah. I, like, I don't think, like, um, so her example was, I, I just don't think she was listening to me 
which kind of frustrated me, but sort of, uh, I was like, I'm sort of used to this. I mean, I feel like you have to meet my, the rest of my family at one point and have a conversation with them because, uh, I think it would really, really put my mind in perspective, like in in a in like, hmm. So this is what he grew up in. Interesting, yeah. uh, because uh, her example of evil is a woman at work who's not nice to her. Uh, yeah. Well, and I was like, well, how many people has she killed? That's your quintessential. That's evil symbol for evil. She was like, everything I do, I'm so nice to her all the time, and she's just so mean to me. And I would say she's. I think she's evil. I think if she died, I would just walk over her body. Whoa! And my mom and I were both like, Whoa! whoa. Are you? Whoa! What? What? Yeah. And why did we have to go that far? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was bad enough to how you had it before. Oh my goodness. And my mom was like, "You don't mean that." And she was like, "No, I do. I do mean that." And I was like, "No, I don't th- I don't think I don't think you do. I don't think you do." And I and I don't that's what I'm saying like I don't think that whole line of argument was thought out any further than the emotional reaction to right. this person's being mean to me. Therefore, they are evil because right. I'm hurt. So there and my mm-hmm. mom even said, which I was kind of impressed with, she was like, "Well, isn't she just doing the same thing that she's describing?" And I was like, whoa, <laughs> nice. Didn't see that coming, Mom. You're killing it. <laughs> Did you like fist bump her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, because my mom makes arguments like that all the time. So when she actually sees it in someone else, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm like, wow, you saw that? Good, good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love my aunt. I love my aunt to death. But but I don't, I don't know how – like I don't think she was listening to me because I was saying I, – I was really trying to say that – it doesn't exist and that this person I even said that I was like this person who's mean to you is probably just hurt maybe somebody you remind her of someone who hurt her or maybe you said something that offended her or maybe you did something or maybe she just you know is jealous of you there's a whole multitude or, or that's maybe not the right word but there's mm-hmm. so many reasons for why this person could be acting that way but I wouldn't classify it as fucking evil right I mean, I've even made the argument that Hitler wasn't evil only because I think the definition of evil doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Bad I, shit happens. I think a lot of people who do what your your aunt was doing, they uh, they shut down because they want you to acknowledge the reality of their experience first before you before you say, well, I don't think evil is a real thing. It's just like, no, I know you. I've seen evil. Like, I know evil is a real thing. It fucking sucks when you have to experience it. And you're and you're telling me that it's not real. I know it's real. So a lot of times, people, you just have to be like, like, mm, okay, she's evil. Okay, in what way? Tell me how she's evil. Instead of being like, no, no, evil doesn't exist. Well, then she was <laughs> like, saying, and she was like, Satan is nicer than this woman. And I was like, whoa, okay. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, I, well, I even said I was like, I just, mm, okay. I tried to give her the benefit of the, of a, the doubt there, but that's... a fictional character, <laughs> like, really, we're gonna do that? <laughs> she's like Jafar. Oh, is that this is your plan of reference? What are we talking about right now? Uh, we went from lady at work who's mean to Satan to Jafar. Oh, that was me. Jafar was me. Oh, totally a, me. That was a fun one. Satan. I was like, ah, God, I don't know how religious my family is. Clearly not very. Yeah. I mean, but they, but I don't know. No, you, you can clearly not very. If, yeah. if the idea that. Someone at work who's mean to you can be as evil as Satan. If that's even a remotely, like, if that if that thought even crossed your head, 
and that person really wasn't like the incarnation of Satan, then you don't have a good enough concept of Satan in in like the way that it's supposed to work in yeah. the in the in like the model or whatever. Well, because my I, I they always they were Catholic, they were raised Catholic, mm-hmm. they which were means ma- made to go to church fucked, every you know fucked. week or whatever. And and I just want to know like, is it what the I don't know, man, because it, it really bothers me that it depends what you call religious too. What's what do you what do you call religious? Well, because I think that they're they believe in certain aspects of it, but mm-hmm. not other aspects of it. Like I think they believe in a god mm-hmm. and you know Jesus and all that fun nonsense, uh, and that's fine. But then you can't you can't the where is the cognitive like dissonance there that that that's like they they believe in all that shit and yet they'll be like well i'll walk over a dead body fuck her and right my aunt's right. not the only one i've heard some like somebody in my family say some shit like that like when they're when they're hurt they get they get really like yeah i'll never ever get over this ever yeah and um and, and i know that stems from my my grandmother who is like the quintessential well, let's not blame her there's pro- there's a lot of shit going on there there is a lot of shit going on there but but I, and i'm sure you know whoever raised her raised her that way as well right but the, right but you can the, always draw the lines back and forward well i'd say this my grandmother is like emblematic of all of the negative characteristics of the rest of her kids like 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 <laughs> she is the embodiment yeah, yeah. of that if that makes like any symbol, sense yeah like you'll see it pop up in my mom you'll see it pop up in my aunt you'll see it pop up in you know because she had 10 kids my mm-hmm. grandmother oh shit so you got a whole range to pick from there but they're all i'd say genuinely they're good people because mm-hmm. i don't th- well there's that word again but they're they're not they're not predominantly negative people i'd like right, to say right but when they are negative it's so clear to me that that's where it came from or that's where they learned it from mm-hmm. i guess because my my grandmother is literally like one of the craziest i think she has <laughs> i i think she has a mental disorder yeah, i think she yeah. has something wrong with her like she she has some medical issue that she has not worked out and she hasn't told us because you know in the 50s you don't want to tell people you have a medical disorder you because they you don't, don't go to the doctor anyway and i think there's something legitimately wrong with her brain and yeah. so so when i see you know my mom being raised by like essentially like sybil's mother like i want to know like what happened there and I don't know. It's frustrating. And and then when you learn what happened there, then you can find her grandparent who is who you can like. Oh, well, there you go. There's yeah. there's the, the missing link to the past and blah 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 blah. Oh, I'm not. There's, I'm not even. I'm saying there's so much more involved. I think, and especially like I think you actually hit it on on the head when you were talking about you know are they believe some things but not the other. I think what happened is in Western society like the the concept of religion just got like uh it just decayed over time mm. and it's just not it's not what it's supposed to be doing or it, it's not what it's supposed to be is so that it can do for us what it's supposed to do like yeah. christianity in america doesn't do what christianity was supposed to do when christianity was started right it's like it's that's such actually, a different that's a really thing. great point man i think so like yeah so we we've got this like bastardized version of religion and then people are using that as if it's a, a like a legit religion and it's causing all this anxiety and all this systemic failure in society in society and even individual anxieties because the the shit really doesn't make sense but if you really kind of reinterpret the kernel of what 
the ancient texts were saying, not in the way that they are interpreted now. It there is a sense to be made, but it's very different than what is going on in a lot of churches. Yeah. And that I think is a huge issue like <clears throat> in terms of mental health, in terms of uh how our society is structured, the way money flows, uh like our our values and um like so many things are uh so heavily dependent on how we see and view religion. Like 70% of Americans say they're Christian. Really? Really? What does that mean? What does Christian mean? You mean you go to church on Christmas and Easter? Like what is you're what afraid is, of being judged? You're afraid of the the final you've judgment? Got guilt. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what are we talking about here? Like what is what are we really talking about? So I I think it's an interesting question, Seamus. What do you what do you personally personally believe is or makes a religion or maybe a religious practice? Like what's the the core of it? I guess. I don't really know what the the core of it is necessarily. My my biggest issue was that uh, there seems to be laid out in like the Bible and the New Testament all of these very very clear moral decisions, basically where where it's a uh, this is the difference between good and evil. This is the distinction. This is what this is what it is. And mm-hmm. if you read about the character of Jesus. And then you say, I don't see how it confuses me. That's that's mm-hmm. really what it is. It really confuses me how you can be exposed to all that material and yet it just doesn't get through. Yeah, me too. Honestly, me too. Because my experience uh, growing up in church was exactly the same as yours. Because uh, there's the you know a huge like anybody who grew up Christian knows there's a drastic difference between the old Testament and the new Testament. Right. Yeah. And the old Testament is where it's all the, you know, you can sell your daughter as a slave and you can do all this shit and burn the gays and all that kind of stuff. But the new Testament is, well, the, the first four books are Jesus's life and works. The rest of them are letters or letters. And maybe I think acts is, the the acts of the apostles afterwards and then the rest are like letters to churches and shit but it's only the first four books of the new testament where you actually get quotes from jesus and things like that so if you really just pay attention to those he says things like uh you know i you know you, you can't uh i'm like i'm like an old, a new i'm like new wine and you can't put new wine in old wineskin when he was explaining why he was working on the Sabbath or something, it was something like that. Because it turns out if you put new wine in an old wineskin, the, the old wineskin will, it's too rigid and it doesn't, because the wine has to let out gas or something. But the metaphor is, he was saying like, okay, I understand, like, I'm not supposed to work on the Sabbath and you're interpreting this as work, but this dude is fucking suffering. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, fuck you. And yeah. that, that was the message. So for... Jesus for, comes into the ring, right? And he's, and he's got... <laughs> He's got the Old Testament belt over his head. Bing, 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 he's, like, bing, bing. He's, like, he's like raising it to the crowd, right? And then he throws it down. And he pulls out the new Jesus belt. And he's like, I'm all about this belt. Sorry, wrestling. Yeah, exactly. It has to be a wrestling metaphor that, in order for Seamus to one. make it work. That's a good metaphor. But, you know, people are still trying to follow the old rules to the old belt. And it's yeah. like, stop. He, he, like, Jesus literally advised against following it to the T like that when and, and, and you know getting stuck on details. What bothers me is I don't even I don't even see there it just doesn't make sense to me because it doesn't it, 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 the structure of it does not make any sense to me because it it's not as if they're following some sort of alternative thing where they're going by the Old Testament in my family specifically is what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Right. 
they're just ignoring some of it because it's convenient for them. I feel like, you know, like I would say they're ignoring most of it because it's convenient for them. But what they're ignoring isn't even a real thing anyway. And that that might be partly why they ignore it because it doesn't make any fucking sense. So yeah. why would you like why would you blindly follow like, "Oh, yeah, 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 I totally believe in all this shit even though I can't see a connection to my day-to-day life." Yeah. Like you like eventually that breaks down. That's what happened to me, man, cuz I used to be I used to actually diligently go to Bible study and read the Bible and all that shit highlight and underline and research and i'm glad i did it because during the time i was doing all the bible study and all that teen bible fucking church camp shit i was reading it and hearing it uh as as the west it kind of is preaching it right and i it didn't make sense and i got i had all this anxiety about it and all that kind of shit and it, eventually i was like i'm atheist i don't believe in shit you know I, i'm a nihilist no i'm not i didn't say that i never said that but I did say I was atheist. Uh, so did I. And I would say today, compare like if your concept of God is like the Christian God, then I'm I'm still atheist. Like, I yeah. still don't believe that bullshit. Yeah. I still don't believe in that shit. But I don't think the uh, Western modern Christian version of God is the God of Jesus. I don't think Jesus told anyone that God was like how his literal he's like he's my literal dad no yeah right right you can be the son of god right because we're all the son of god exactly and that was the point and he had he kept saying things like uh you know i am the way i am like and that was like a crazy thing you weren't supposed to say i am in the uh, uh, jewish religion because i am was the name for god and you you can't say god because it was too uh, holy and revered. So Jesus is saying, like, I am the way, in, in, not just in terms of, like, uh, you know, to say it as a cultural kind of shock, like, oh, shit, he just said what? You know, to, but also to say, like, really the ways inside of you to, uh, and this is the Gnostic Christian interpretation, which I think is probably closer to the actual movement. But his, he, I think Jesus really was saying, it's more about doing good things, being nice to people, um, thinking, praying, you know, uh, and and just kind of being critical about what you're doing and what you're what you're saying. That's that's the kingdom of God is when we're all fucking trying to be nice to each other and we all help each other out when we need it. And there's no bad guys because everybody realizes you know the scheme here and yeah. it, it all works out. And I think if you read the Bible through that lens, which is how I started to read it in college when I was compared to other religions at the time. And I was like, Oh, I see so many fucking similarities now. Like I wish I could have seen, uh, for example, the, uh, the flood story in, uh, Gilgamesh, right. I wish I could have known that existed as a kid and how similar it was to the Bible. Cause that shit's mind boggling. If, if you think like the Moses story is the, the tried and true history version of, of the flood story. But I don't know. I forget how we got it started on that. But uh, well, initially we were just talking about my family. I'm interested. I'm so interested in how they think because I, I I I never felt, and I know it's a personal problem of mine. Or it, 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 I mean, everything is a personal problem. It's my that's my opinion on yeah. a lot of things. You get like, so it, caught up in words. Just go. All right, I do get caught <laughs> up in words. I want to be very clear. No that's, misunderstandings. That, that's good, but you can't be. Uh, you can't ever be clear enough. Essentially, yeah. right? So like you yeah. have to accept some error. So. I just kind of never felt like I fit in with my family growing up. 
because I would have conversations with them and I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't, and, and you think I'm crazy for saying the things I'm saying that aren't that crazy where I'm just like, no, I don't believe in that shit. Um, no, no, I don't like on Christmas, you know, I, I don't, I don't fuck with this whole Jesus shit. And people be like, what? No. Or, or, or even other yeah. things where I talk about, um, you're not going to church on Christmas <laughs> or just, I mean, they get, they get. <laughs> they get caught up in the, the um, what's the word, like the the story that's told mm-hmm. by everybody else, and and they just kind of go with that story. Yeah. Like we talked about, uh, my one my one uncle is a big fan of JFK. He's got all this JFK stuff in his basement, and I think I asked him once if he thought he was assassinated or something, or it was something about oh, you know what I talked to him about the Bay of Pigs. The Bay of Pigs, and I don't remember what the conversation was exactly, but I disagreed with the narrative, and he, um, his gut reaction was to disagree with me, and then when I elaborated, he was like, oh, well, yeah, I didn't know you were talking about that aspect of it, okay. and I was like, well, why was your gut reaction to assume I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. That's that's what a lot I get a lot is what I'm saying I get a lot yeah. from people I, in my family I think that's because the the reality that we're preached in the West is our emotional reality and that you know you feel it so it's real you touch it so it's real you hear it so it's real and that's not true it's not true you you touch something sure but are you're touching what and you know. Am I touching a table? Am I touching a surface? Am I touching a plane? Am I touching rock? Am I touching wood? Like, those are all concepts. So, like, am I touching? Touching is a concept. So, like, are you really doing anything at all? Like, to get so caught up in that is, I think it's been the the mistake of the West. It's been, like, the rational, well, we've got to prove it. We've got to get it down in the numbers, you know? We've got to, like, and that there's a time and a place for that. But you can't, that can't be your... uh, your bottom bitch, as it were. You you gotta you gotta diversify. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go to something deeper. And I, I love all my family. I do. Yeah, and I, and I think that's probably why you want to understand them so badly. Right. Yeah. Because I always I always wanted to be like. Uh, my mom does this thing where she's like, oh, I don't fit in with the family, and I'm like, you fit in with them way more than you realize. Like you really mm-hmm. do. Like you you have this idea that you're somehow the black sheep, but that's only because. So the thing was. I'll get into this a little bit, just a little bit. I'll give you a taste of it because I might have mentioned it before. I did mention it, I think, on Conversation 9. Go back and check it out because that's one of my favorites, actually, where we got into some deep shit. Um, deep shit. Um, my grandmother said a lot of really mean things to my mom growing up, uh, which made her feel as if she was not fitting in to the structure of everything, which sucks because it's right. still, it's still, she hasn't gotten over that. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, my 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 mom was the third child of my grandmother. My grandmother had ten kids, and uh, my grandmother said to my mom all throughout her life, "You almost killed me Whoa. when I gave birth to you. I almost died." Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what a huge burden. Sorry, mom. Uh, but you're fine now, right? Like, Are you happy I'm here or we're, what? We're both still here, right? She said that shit forever, God, dude. forever, and 
and she would do these all these other things that were just really weird and abusive and and her logic doesn't run very far beyond her emotions and she's afraid of everything and that's you know what I think is at the core of it I mean I think for a lot of things this is what I said to my aunt I don't think evil exists if I had to epitomize someone who if I had to pick somebody in my personal life who I'd be like oh that person's evil it'd probably be my grandmother but I don't mm. think she's evil I think she's hurt I think somebody abused her at some point and she turned into this thing that is just this it's just a giant yeah. ball of shit rolling down a hill and she doesn't know how to stop it and it's all just all this anger and hate and all these crazy things come out of her because she feels bad about herself I and think it depends on your uh, your definition of uh, evil you know does it matter does the intention matter if the act is evil anyway yeah no well I think it does I think it does because I think so to be evil you have to intentionally be like I'm gonna do this as like a bad thing I think I'm a bad man <laughs> yeah yeah I guess and I don't think that exists like a demon or something it's just like I'm here to ruin the world I think um I think evil things can happen I guess bad things can happen I'm not saying that assholes don't exist they do because I mean so obviously they do but they're not I wouldn't even say that they're assholes I mean they're they're assholes as in they are being assholes. Right. But I wouldn't classify them as this guy is inherently a fucking asshole because mm-hmm. it's all based Relative. on experience. Yeah. And it's all other shit that came into play that made this person seem like an asshole to you. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my thing with evil. Evil and good, these distinctions are nice and comforting, but they're way too easy. I agree with that. I think they're way too easy. I but I I also think they're useful if you if you recognize like they're it's really it's too easy to use it sometimes so you know don't just fucking throw good and evil around everywhere like we really got in the habit of but sometimes it's useful for the sake of a story to be like all right these are the good guys these are, these are the bad guys because you know sometimes it's really it is that simple and of course. If you look at the details, like this guy had, you know, his family was taken from him. So he was, you know, acting out of outside of his control. And it's like there's always details like that in every bad story. But when you tell a story, you have to you can't tell the whole thing because then you'd be like, all right, so we start at the Big Bang. You know, it, it, like you, you have to chop out some detail somewhere. So sometimes it's useful to, to say good and evil, I think. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Because then my thought is if you start telling a story and say this guy's evil or this guy's good, somebody might hear you and be like, oh, so you believe in good and evil. And like, so this guy's like evil, like Hitler evil. And it's like, well, I mean, what? Like, sure, I guess. But hold on. Like, you just take it with a grain of salt. Like, you know, take it as a symbol, not like don't try and define it in, in in any kind of way it's evil oh, okay well that's that's the thing she kept saying is just, it's evil oh she's evil and I, I kept being like well can we just slow down for like one minute and yeah. listen to what i'm saying listen to what i'm saying because that's the thing i get a mm-hmm. lot with like it's like talking to not her specifically but I, i'm thinking about all my uncles and aunts where I've had conversations where I've said something and they'll hear me and look at me with this blank stare like they just didn't understand what I was saying and then they'll just go back to their original argument and I'm like, well, no, 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 yeah, you, we yeah. can't go back. We can't go back because we've just addressed that. Yeah. That's not a thing anymore, right? No, but it's still a thing to you. Okay, well then... Yeah, and that and that was the, and that's what I mean by when I, when I steered the conversation so it wasn't awkward. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, I don't think evil exists. Done. 
fuck off. We can we can keep talking about something else. And then we yeah. talked about Bruce Jenner for like an hour. Ooh. And that, that was another one oh. where I was like, you're really picking the good ones for yeah, me tonight, right? huh? Wow, you really want me to be the bad guy, huh? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, honestly, she was kind of more down with my uh, my my uh, analysis of that than the evil thing. Because I was, you know, we've talked about this before. I'm not going to get into that. But, yeah. but um, I'm not interested in Bruce Jenner's specific story because his specific story it's does not excite insane. me at all. It's yeah. boring to me. It, you know, it's one of those some celebrity it, shenanigans. It's, it's some nonsense. So, you know, we talked about the details for a while and I was like, well, I don't really care about the details. And also, you know, the funny thing that she said, she was like, I feel so bad for his kids. I was like, I don't. They're like billionaires. I don't yeah, give a fuck about his kids. Right? They're going to be fine. They're going to be all right. They're going to be just, well, you know, maybe they'll be a little and crazy, even if but they're, they're going to be all right. They're, you know, whatever. What are they going to do? What are they going to do about it anyway? You know? Yeah. They were born. They're going to die. What are they going to fucking do? Well, yeah. What are any of us going to do? It's all going to be okay, man. It's all going to be okay. Why are we talking about the details of this man's life or woman's life now, I guess? Yeah, whatever. Or is he still a... He, I, is, uh, I, th- I don't See, care. we're getting don't wrapped up in it. Don't is he still a, a man? Fuck. Who is he? Ah, uh, man. Man, oh, man. So, with evil, I feel like it's a good concept, right? But it should be reserved. And someone being mean <laughs> to you is not a severe enough action for it to be evil. Like, it makes sense that people classify Hitler as evil. It makes sense. Right. I wouldn't classify him as evil because, I, again, that classification really bothers me. Because right. if you're gonna, because people, I feel like people tend to look at him as like Satan incarnate and forget about all the other Nazis that were with him. You know, yeah. like all the all the thousands of people that were totally down with the cause, right, right? And they just look at this figurehead as, oh, he's the source of it all. And it's right. like, well, there were a lot of factors that went into that. He just happened to be the guy. And if he wasn't there, you know, Goebbels was there. That guy sucked. All these other Nazi yeah, leaders I- that could have been the guy. And I feel like that's all besides the point anyway, because even if your argument, which is a, it could, it's a good argument, is that Hitler was the only guy for the job because he was so charismatic and blah, 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 blah. I wrote the book and blah, blah, blah. You know, to say he's evil, it's just, what are you saying? Are you saying that he has free will and he looked around and he said, I could do something really good or I could do something really bad? and screw people over from like to get some personal gain and he said i'm gonna do the bad thing and screw everyone over for personal gain i, I mean i don't think i think you I can think i exists. think you can tell the story that way but that's not the reality of what happened you know i, I just don't like he's like you said evil it's not when you really get down to it it's not a good word to really hang on to because it implies at least in our society that there's like intention, like evil intention, like, you know, he's out to get us. Yeah. And that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And I made this argument in high school as well because I had a class called Conflicts class, which was one of the greatest classes I've ever had in my life. So shouts out to Conflicts <laughs> class. Um, but uh, we were talking about our ideas of evil, and I brought up this specific argument, and I specifically said that I don't think anybody does something with the intention of like, I'm doing the worst shit. I was saying, I, I don't agree with what Hitler was doing, but I'd say from his perspective, he probably thought he was doing the best thing possible or, mm-hmm. at the, you know, whatever. He right. was like, I'm fixing this. I think the Jews are a problem. I got to get rid right. of them. I don't agree with that, but from his perspective, he's doing us a favor, right. you know, or he's doing the world a favor. Mm-hmm. And so I can't justify a person who thinks that way as evil because I think the intention is super important. I think evil would have to be something where you know it's bad and you get off on it being bad or you want it to yeah, be bad. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. I want to fuck this up. Yeah. And, and just because I just want to fuck. And even that, does, I don't think that exists. 
I think there's layers to that. If that were to exist, where it would be, there's some deeper thing there. Mm-hmm. I, I think I really think, and it could be me projecting, but I think insecurity is a big, big issue and a big player in all of those, you know, cult of personality type of people who rise to power and are seen in a specific way, whether it be good or bad or whatever, fame, infamy. Mm-hmm. I think it all stems down to needing to be something hmm. in a way. I don't know, man. I haven't looked at enough of the figureheads, I guess. Well, I think I, I don't, I don't think it has to be specifically them either. I, I I'm using that as an example, but I think it's a rule that is, is straight and fast for pretty much human beings. When that is, what's the rule? Like any, um, you're saying any leader is leading because of some insecurity or some, maybe that's not a good way to put it. Cause that's probably not true. It's hard to say. I think, um, yeah, maybe though, I guess maybe cause, cause I think, I think it stems from like maybe a fear of death or maybe a fear of whatever. And people do these things in order to, <sighs> I really got to think this out. If you if you think of a leader in terms of like, you know, if we're talking about like Hitler, yeah, that's one type of leader. But then there's also the other type of leader where it's like, all right, we gotta pick up a baseball game. Like, who who's gonna be team captain? Right? That's a, that's a oh, I'll do it. That's a leader. There's like the business CEO. That's a leader. You know, there's all sorts of leaders, and they all do a, the same kind of like thing. They're all like projecting their influence. On the on the mm. world, you see you see what I'm saying. Yeah, I think projecting your influence stems from um, or a need for validation. I think wanting to project your influence is ah, it's a, a better way of saying it for right? sure. If you want that, and you're like, "Ooh, I want to be a leader, so I can like tell people what to do and like see my name on things," and blah, 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 then you're going to be a fucking terrible leader. Yeah. But if people are like, "Look, you're the best guy for the job. You're the smartest. You're you know you always f- fucking figure out a way for us." Can you just be the leader? I know you don't want to, but you're the best guy. That's going to be the best leader. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's, I guess, the idea I was trying so to that's communicate. The, I just don't think those leaders are the ones who went out in, in our society, usually. No, they don't. Usually I think it's the, the macho the, the people dude who, who want, has insecurity. Who which want, I, that, yeah. I wanted to make yeah. it clear. I agree with you that that's, that's the, the norm, but I don't think it's fair for like... The, it's I don't so know hard to, call, to like, a true leader, you know? Like, yeah, because we're so... That's like almost all we have experienced. It seems like the... the, the not the cra- crazies. The crazies rise to the top, man, one way or the other. And, and it, it maybe the crazy isn't so harmful, but it's a crazy in a sense right. that like, I want to do this. And I find myself doing that too as well, especially when I first started doing stand-up where I like really wanted to... Really wanted to be famous or something. And the more I've been thinking about it... Fame is not what I want. What I really want is the freedom to do things. Like, like fame to me uh, always seemed like a reasonable route to money, which seemed like a reasonable route to being able to like go wherever I want at any time and do whatever I want to do. Hey, mm-hmm. I don't want to work today. I want to go bowling mm-hmm. or I want to do this or I want to do that. And that's all I think people want to do, I guess. Like I... I who wants to be famous? That's such a burden. What, I got to talk to everybody I see on the fucking street right. all the time? That, yeah, some people do, and they're fucking crazy. Yeah. There are other people who who happen to be famous and didn't weren't really in, intending on it, 
they're they're like the they're like, can you get the fuck out of my face with this camera? Like, I'm trying to eat dinner with my family here. You know, yeah. that's, I feel like that would be. I, I wouldn't want to be like famous like that. That'd be too much. That'd yeah, be fucking annoying. Yeah, I would snap on somebody. I'd say something rude. Be on TMZ. You and know, I, and it's I don't want money either. It's not the money I want. It's the things that I could you know do. Right. Only want money because that's the society where we're in. Yeah, you, you can't really you can't you need money in the society to like. Do Move around stuff, yeah, yeah. To do anything really? Cause that's how it's set up. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what was always my thing too. Is get a a chunk of money where you can buy a house, pay for the house, and then uh, maybe have land with food, or you have some kind of uh, you know grow your own food, or maybe you have some kind of income for food. But as long as you get this uh, like your basic necessities down. You can get a part-time job if you need to, you know, it, or you can bum out if you have to, you know, if sh- shit hits the fan, you can be like, oh, I got a house, got some fucking veggies in my yard, like, I'll be good to go. Yeah. But uh, I just, uh, I I saw that, well, I didn't really see it, it's just I heard, everyone kept telling me, like, don't try and be a famous person, like a celebrity, or try to be a musician or a singer, it's too hard, you know, go to school, that's the better way. So I just like I just put it out of my head. I was like, yeah, you know what? I I have talents, but like, I ain't no motherfucking Mozart, you know. <laughs> I'm not Jimi Hendrix. I'm not fucking changing the world with my music. So I better go to fucking school. You yeah, know? I can't sing that well. I haven't wrote, written anything fucking phenomenal yet. Until I mean, but- now, conversations for our grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, but uh, this is this is a masterpiece. Not to, uh, not yeah, to, we're the uh, greatest, cut we're that the best that's off. ever existed. And if you don't believe that, hey, you probably just haven't listened enough. Now you know. Now you know. Listen to more. <laughs> this is our this is our uh, rapper persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yo, <laughs> yo, uh, conversations for our grandkids. It's the best. You know what I think is interesting, Seamus. I think I was thinking about this earlier when you were talking about how your family uses the concept of evil, like, oh, she's evil. Like, and you say like, you were like, yeah, but I disagree with that because they're only saying that because of like stuff that they've been through and they're hurt. Right. And that's interesting to me because I would say that the using the concept evil is, is incorrect because there's evil isn't a thing because it's a concept and a concept isn't really a thing at the end of the day anyway you see what i'm saying yeah i'm just curious why why you went the uh you're like that you know you shouldn't use evil in that way because you're just using it because you're hurt, for me right? for me it's always been the way my mind has always worked is um from a very young age is wanting to put myself in other people's shoes and understand what they're feeling in order to explain their actions whereas I think that's where we differ, not differ necessarily because you do it as well, but there's a, there's a, I'm way more concerned with that than you are. I think where, where I want to kind of like explain to them their thought process. Yeah. We definitely differ there. Yeah. I I don't, I don't feel the need to explain people's thought processes. I I have such a desire to be like, well, if you just, just listen, I I get that with people I care about, you know, every now and then I'll be like, Oh, Seamus, you ever uh, realize, uh, yeah, you ever, uh, yeah, bring this up after me because I do it too. And, and, and now that I've sort of, um, seen it more consistently, like the other day you sent me a text, uh, after I got off the show 
I did a I did the stand up show mm-hmm. and I said something like, Yeah, man, that was the most fun I had having a bad set <laughs> and that was like the first thing I said. <laughs> yeah. And you sent me back a text that said uh, it's always interesting to see what you bring up first after a show, and that made me fucking furious. Made yeah, me fu- I, I was know. so mad, and 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 I was like, "Oh, this mother, oh this motherfucker!" <laughs> like I'm gonna, ah, uh, ah. Uh. And then um, I was like, "Well, why am I mad?" And I was like, "Well, I'm mad because he's right. I do tend to do that a lot." And then I sent you a text back like a half an hour later, being like. Good point. I yeah. should try and not be so. I, I think I still disagreed with you on the on the exact point, but at that point, I was like, "Well, let me not push that any further." Well, I think for me, the point was at least I tend to um, my the, my thought processes get pretty negative uh, when it surrounds stuff that I do. Like first, first off, it's always a criticism first rather than a "Oh, I just did this and that was pretty cool. I didn't like that part, but everything else was or whatever." You know, yeah. like the criticisms take take precedent in my mind, yeah. when they shouldn't all the time. I mean, they're, they should be there, yeah. but not. they shouldn't be right. the main thing that I'm describing as... Right, like, exactly. Because oh, when I say, like, oh, tell me about this thing, like, you should be like, well, like, I got there, like, this was crazy, then I met this guy, like, you know, normally it's like a narrative. People say, like, oh, this is what happened. But for you, it was like, well, you know, let me sum it up for you. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> in, in the way that's the most comfortable for me. It was like, well, all right, well, I see what's going on here. Yeah. Like, but I, what I'm saying, I am slowly flexing that muscle of being able to catch myself on my own bullshit in a way that I wasn't able to do a year ago, two years ago, ever in my life before. And um, that is very helpful. And I want, I see people getting bogged down in the same way that I get bogged down. Mm -hmm. And I, it it, it does. I think everything stems Mm -hmm. from a selfish place in a sense where it's bothering me because it's like, oh, you remind me of me and I want to fix me or whatever. And and so I, I don't, I it, it when I see my family do it specifically, mm-hmm. uh, it you know they're so of, close. They're, they're so, so close, <laughs> and they're so like my mom, and I love and my you have mom. To see him and, again, and I, 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 it's just like this whole fucking You're thing. To where be I honest don't... with your family, can <laughs> we just all knock this shit off? Like, can we just stop? <laughs> Aren't we all adults by now? God, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Well, I feel something. <laughs> I wouldn't say better. No, I feel better, man. I mean, I just, I had to get that out. And I, and I, I don't want, because I know some of my family listens, I think, or they like the show at least. Yeah. Um, don't turn, don't turn this into some nonsense. My family's all about that gossip shit. Oh, did you all hear what so-and-so fucking said? It's like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, whatever. You know, at the my, end of the day. I should just do a whole episode on my family. There was one time. Let me break it. Let me break it down for you. I'll write a diagram out for you. These people aren't talking to these people. These people aren't talking to these people. And everybody's stupid. And let me tell you why. (laughs) Even Seamus. (laughs) Because I can't divorce myself from that either. I can't be like, I'm outside of the family. Even though I felt like an outsider growing up, Mm -hmm. I'm a intricate part of the family not intricate but you know integral integral i'm in it i am mm-hmm. i am the family it, yeah and and so it's uh uh it's just a, it's just this whole fucking thing man it just really is this whole fucking thing yeah. it's a whole frustrating fucking thing of like god damn it can we just be nice to each other can we just can we just realize that we're all gonna die and just not be afraid not 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 be not be so fucking shitty to one another all the time yeah, i mean while sisters we're alive, not talking like, to sisters brothers not talking to brothers we're still people alive fighting like, what, over can all we this just fucking nonsense this? God damn you know it. 
looking at me with a blank stare like I'm the crazy one. You're the one with the fucking problem. Yeah, you're I mean, the one that's like having a fucking nervous breakdown right now. Yeah. And I'm I'm the one sitting here trying to help you. So like, you know, excuse the fuck out of me yeah. for trying to help. No, I know what you mean, man. I, yeah, I know what you mean about, you know, there we have mutual friends who I won't even name names, but I had to stop talking to at least one dude that we can think of because at, I, at some point, I mean, I, he kept asking me like, yo, what should I do about this? Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I wanted, you know, what about this? What about that? And I'm like, oh, dude, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, tell me, tell me about the, the night. Like, what, where are you guys going to go? Like, okay, well, yeah, sure. Do that. Do this. Say this. If you, if you get a chance, like, you know, make sure blah, blah, blah. Next day he comes back and he's like, oh, well, basically I didn't do anything you told me. Like, uh, <laughs> like, you know, like, completely fucked it all up uh i made her feel bad she ended up crying um i did that thing you didn't tell me to do that ended up bad also and i'm not even saying that to be like oh i was right because that's not that's not the point the the point is like don't ask me for fucking advice or help if you're just not gonna you know because that drives me fucking crazy it's like ooh, i have a chance to really help somebody like i know something that can really help somebody in this situation and they've asked me for help because i don't like to just offer help because that that crosses a line for me for in certain ways but if you ask for help i'll fucking help you but if you ask for help you're opening that relationship and that yeah. shit can turn so sour for me if it's like can you have you know just try this and it's like well i don't think that's gonna work all right. Well, that was my alternative. Okay. You're the one coming with questions. You know, don't yeah. ask me questions. Exactly. Don't ask me questions if you don't really want to hear what I have to say. If you just want right. to hear what you have to say again, because that's that's what it yeah. is a lot. That's mm-hmm. really what it is a lot. I need someone to reassure me. Yeah. Yeah. Or 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 yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I just want someone to mirror my opinion. And if you say <laughs> anything different, I'm not going to listen to it because in my mind, what I'm saying is right. And there's no other alternative in my mind. And it's like, okay, well then, and that, the, fine. Be happy fine. with that. Fine. Then I, why do you need someone to reassure you? I don't man. give a fuck. Yeah. I'm going to assure people around me that that's not the case if they ask, but I'm not going to go. I'm not going to. That's the thing. I dropped the, yeah. I dropped the, I dropped the evil thing. You believe evil exists? Fine. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I tried. I gave you my opinion. You didn't listen to me. And that's fine. You just didn't fucking listen to me. Right. That's totally cool. Whatever. That's all you can do, man. It, it is whatever. It sucks, though. It really does suck. Because even if you disagree, I feel like at the end of the day, it's better to have a discussion and be like, well, we still disagree. Fine. Right? I don't but, even think she heard me, though, is what right, I'm saying. Exactly. I don't even think that's she the heard real frustrating me. part is like, we, you know, you can't really have a discussion with a lot of people because they're just not listening. They're like, oh, well, that, that doesn't sound like anything I, that I know. So, or, you know, that can't be right. But it is right. Because I'm always right. Because I'm always fucking right. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, if you could, review us on iTunes. Uh, I know this was kind of a sombery episode, but hey, that's what it is, man. Because my thing with this podcast, this mm-hmm. show, if you will, uh, I don't know if I ever went into depth on why I call it, we call it, I call it, conversations for my, <laughs> no, for our grandkids, conversations for our grandkids. The idea, the real idea is, I mean, we have a brief description about this on the site, but I want you guys to hear it from the horse's mouth. For me, I want these recordings to exist when I'm older so that I can, I can show people who are related to me, I guess my grandkids or my kids or whoever, this is, this is who I am at this point in time because I don't have any understanding of where my grandparents came from. I don't have any understanding of a lot of the shit my parents went through. I don't have an understanding of this or that or this or that. And a lot so, of it, it's like, how can you possibly think what you think and f- believe what you believe still or whatever? And it's yeah. mind-boggling. And so the, I- the idea is uh, 
here it is, man. Here's and, here it is. And I know this is we here, here's us struggling with shit. <laughs> we've labeled it as a comedy podcast, but I, I that's because we had to pick a label. Yeah, I, I wouldn't classify it as anything. I would just say it's a conversation for our fucking grandkids because we're having these episodes where sometimes it'll be funny as shit. Sometimes it'll be one of these ones where we talk about family issues or whatever yeah. and debate evil. <laughs> and I hope you guys are enjoying. So if you like it. Keep Review on us on fucking iTunes. Trucking. We'll be here. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We're on Stitcher too. Stitcher, yeah. Do whatever you want. Tweet at us. Do whatever Adam is the basic fuck shrimp you want. on Twitter. I'm Shambles Murphy on I'm Twitter. I'm basic undersc- underscore shrimp. Basic underscore shrimp. Just to be clear. Check it out. But thanks for sticking along with us for this crazy ride. Yeah, don't be evil. And uh, don't yeah, don't be evil. Fucks. Right. <laughs> don't be evil. You evil fuck. <laughs> That's a better one.